Hi, I'm Christine Barr, and welcome to You Gotta Meet Her podcast. Are you looking for a podcast that's going to help you find common ground and women telling their stories that's in a fun, outgoing, and definitely a raw way? Well, let's get real with all these women so you can find out why I say you gotta meet her. Welcome to You Gotta Meet Her podcast. I'm Christine Barr, and today we have a return guest. Today we're going to be talking with Bridget. Bridget, you remember her from season one. Uh, She's from up north, been here in Texas almost all of her life, but she also owns a boutique, and I wanted to have her on to talk to us about her business. I am so grateful for all the little nuggets that she brings to us today. I'm so grateful for it. I didn't realize that her and I mesh in different ways because we're in two different industries. And you'll listen on and you'll hear what I mean by that. But I think that she gives us so many different good things to kind of roll around. Like it's going to hit you later. So without me ruining the whole podcast and telling you everything, let's meet Bridget again. It was like, what? I what guess we do Sunday sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think she had the timing and I think the last one was over Christmas break or Thanksgiving break or something like that. So they had more time. Right. Yeah, pretty Makes much. Sense. Are you ready? Hey, I am. <laughs> All right, today we are talking with Bridget. Bridget, tell us a little bit about you. Hello, I'm Bridget Kingsbury. I've actually um, been on the podcast in season one, so I'm super excited that Christine asked me to come back. Um, I am a mother and a wife. I have, um, actually, I'll be married for 18 years this coming March. Um, I have two boys that are both grown and living on their own, um, and I own a, I, I work full time, and I also own a women's clothing boutique um, that's online only currently. Yeah, I know you got a lot going on. So for those of you that don't remember or haven't had a chance, go back and listen to Bridget's episode on season one. Um, It's a longer version. We're going to do like more of a cliff note version this time. So if someone hasn't heard that, then they can kind of get to know you a little bit better. And then we'll start talking about business. Sounds good. Sounds great. All right. So what is your race and ethnic background? I am French and Italian. So I'm Caucasian. I'm, you know, I'm white. That's all I got. So, you know, uh, what side is it the French on? What side is the Italian? Uh, French is actually both sides. We, my, I think my, one of my aunts did a whole ancestry thing mm-hmm. and we found out we were um, more French on my dad's side than we thought we were. So we've always said we're Italian. Right, right. But we're technically the, more French. What is the percentage? Do you know? Like, I is don't it, remember. No, no. But just enough to be able to say I have French. Yes. I mean, we've always known we had French on my right. mom's side, but we weren't, we had no idea we had it on my dad's wow so yeah. was that weird like figuring it out a little bit because like I said we all were, were just like we're Italian you're like we're from my New life. York upstate New York and, yeah. you're just like, <laughs> um, and you know we're, we just we just identify as Italian we have spaghetti sauce and our family yeah. now is huge and we have big Italian meals like you see yeah. on tv and so it was kind of weird yeah to find that I mean we're still Italian so right still that's what there. you still resonate yes. with is being a, yes. Italian because we that. were raised right. Italian right. more than anything So what was your childhood like? Like, were you super outgoing? Were you more shy? How, how do you say you were when you were little? So I'm a middle child. So that probably explains (laughs) a lot of things. I have three older sisters and two little ones, uh, younger, sorry, not little. Um, so I, I was a big tomboy. My dad has a huge tomboy. Um, always, I always was doing like playing like GI Joe with the neighbor boys and so much um crazy crazy but I'm such a girly girl all at the same time yeah like I'm not sporty like I I don't play sports never played sports I don't get them oh I'm not good at it really it's probably better I just don't get sports it's just yeah it's not me um and I remember my dad had his first heart attack in 1985 Mm -hmm. when we lived in Chicago at the time and the Bears won the Super Bowl. It was the whole, you probably don't even know, no. the Super Bowl shuffle. 
No. Okay. It was a whole big thing. We had refrigerator carry on the team. Yeah. And so anyway, my dad had like a really bad heart attack. Yeah. And he couldn't do a lot. So I remember every Sunday I sat with him. Yeah. And watched the Bears. And I told him, I was <laughs> nine. Yeah. That I was going to be the first female NFL player ever. <laughs> and then I grew up and became an actual girl. And I was like, yeah, that's that's not that's gonna, not gonna happen, happen but it's funny that you remember that what oh. did he say to that he was like okay like <laughs> you know he probably knew better but I mean like having all sisters my poor right. dad only had girls right um we all know how to build things we know how to you know oh, yeah. fix things we I mean he taught us how to take care of ourselves my mom too not just my dad right. but you know he didn't ever have a a son to do all the right. boy things with so we all kind of had those roles right right a that's crazy. So like, were your older sisters or your younger sisters also tomboys or was it just you? Um, one of my older sisters, the second oldest, she used to go by, her name was Daddy's Butch. Really? That's what she would, that, she would just answer to that for until she was probably about eight. I think <laughs> she was Daddy's Butch. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. But the, so everyone crazy. else, I'm pretty sure, like my older sister. Is sisters she Butch are, now? No. Oh, uh, she's, um not much at all she's just uh she's very um she's girly but not like she she yeah. has like 30 acres of land and horses and cows and you know outdoorsy she's, she's yes yeah, she's very outdoorsy really kind of girl did all this come about because you guys moved to texas or was it no. like this in new york too it was like well i didn't live in new york very long I was born there okay um and then we moved to Chicago. We lived in Chicago until I was 10 and then we okay. moved to Texas. Okay. Um, so no, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of, I became more of who I am in Texas, obviously, because right. I was little when we moved here. So right. I don't really know that I have an answer for that, but I would say Texas is, I mean, I still claim that I'm a Yankee a yeah. little bit, Yeah. but I'm also very Texan. You know what I mean? That's what I was going to say. Like, I would never even put you in the category of New York and like is that New York and I don't York-in? think that's the thing <laughs> a New Yorker New York, a New, New Yorker, Yorker. <laughs> there we go. Oops, see, I don't even know but see it's also why you wouldn't say that is because we are from upstate New York which okay. is literally like our little town my mom and one of my sisters just moved back there on the Canadian border oh wow like it's oh, wow. Not, like here's New York City and then here's all the rest of New York. Right. And then that's where we lived. And like, oh, people wow. don't even know that like this part yeah. of New York exists. Does that make sense? They <laughs> only, only know New York city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people are like, Oh, you're from Brooklyn. I'm like, no, Maybe. I'm like more Canadian than I am a New Yorker. And if I'm <laughs> right, right, right. Like because of where, like my, yeah, my aunt's backyard on the river, yeah. Canada's right there. I've been to Canada hundred million times. Yeah. But it's just so funny because like here in Texas, if you say you're, you're Texan, like we consider that the whole state. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't ever, when I think of Texas, I don't, even though we're closer to Dallas, I don't just think Dallas. Right. You're Texan. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the whole state, but right. you're right. In New York, we always just think. No one even city. knows the rest of New York exists. <laughs> they really don't. And I don't mean that in a bad way. No, it's just I know, because, because I don't know. It's, it. And it's beautiful. It's so pretty. That's what I hear. Like my son went um, to a theater camp there when he was younger, mm-hmm. like in the, the, not the Poconos, the mountain range up there. I can't remember what it's called, but I mean, he's, he would just send pictures and be like, I've never seen anything more beautiful. Yeah. And that was like what it was. Yeah. Hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I learn every, something new every time we talk. I'm like, who are you? What are you? <laughs> I know. What do you do? <laughs> um, so let's talk about social media and stereotypes and things like that. We've been talking about that for a while now, just with the podcast, but you and I, yes, we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Every week we yes. see each other. So tell me now that things have changed a lot in the last year, how do you feel like social media has changed? Oh goodness. Um, (laughs) I run a business on social media, so it's very, very hard for me to be like, social media is terrible. Right. But I will say that I really wish that it would go back to the 
initial intention of social media Ooh. of us Ooh, just yeah. you know connecting like me being able to talk to my mom who's right. in upstate New York or my dad in Mississippi or right. you know seeing people from high school or old friends right, right. and connecting and like oh we had a baby oh here's what happened you know yeah like the whole actual purpose behind it or the initial intention of social media is still great and right. I mean we what would we be without it right mm-hmm. I mean we wouldn't even have met or, and a bunch of people I know right I wouldn't have met without or it stay connected or exactly. anything like that instead yeah. of losing touch and um but you know just the I don't even know the best word to use the um the separation it's causing yeah the pa- especially the past year or two you know right the, all the political and just and political, I mean, in the broadest sense right, of it, not right, just, right. you know, elections and all that, right. but all of the politics involved. I wish that we could somehow just, because that's not what it's about. Right. You know. Do you think now, and not necessarily the fact that we're in 2021, but just now in general, that people are just getting tired of it? Like, are you seeing on your newsfeed? Because, okay, let me, let's go back. <laughs> so we know we've all watched like The Social Dilemma, right? Mm-hmm. We yes. watched the show. We know that like what you're seeing on your screen, what she's seeing on mm-hmm. her screen, what I'm seeing on my screen is like totally different. different. But like, do you feel like now that we're aware of that, people are now a little bit more less judgmental? Or do you think they're like getting the same kind of level of anger or do you think you're only seeing that because we know it's what they want you to see because I don't know because I don't even know what you see yeah you know what I mean and you know I I assume like my husband and I like we see the same Facebook I mean with the exception of he has different friends that he grew up with or whatever right right. but in general but he like I'll be like what the heck are you looking at he's like do you see this I'm like yeah, no, we didn't what are you talking about you know yeah so so I don't really know I think they're still very much controlling that right and again I get it from you know their making money point of view right I understand the reasoning behind it I just wish it hasn't or it hadn't done what it's done like my husband and I were talking about gosh what we were talking about something so random the other day Mm -hmm. and he was like look at Facebook look at this He's like, and he has ads for everything that I was talking to him about. It has nothing oh, to do with yeah. him as a man. I mean, it was something very girly or, or whatever it was. And he was like, this is just insane. Yeah. Because like, I know. They hear everything. <laughs> Literally everything. Yeah. No, I just wonder. I, and also, like, on my, I snooze everyone. Like, oh, for okay. 30 days. Do I don't you? necessarily block them. And I don't unnecessarily unfollow or unfriend them. Uh-huh. I just snooze them. So give yourself a break. Yes, okay. from them. But they don't know it? No, no, okay. no, no. You don't know when okay, you well, snooze. Yeah, snooze button. like you go and you hit like the three little dots next to their name and it's like report this, right, this, right. this. Okay. And there's like snooze for 30 days. I use that button so often mm. because I feel like maybe I'm being hypersensitive. True. Right? Like, oh I my agree. goodness, they posted another mask or someone mm-hmm. said, please mm-hmm. don't let the kids go back to school or this person <laughs> right. did this. Or, and I'm like, maybe because it's every other post for me, mm-hmm. I'm being hypersensitive. So I'll just snooze them for 30 days. And then if they, in 30 days, I'm like, yo, where you been, girl? Exactly. I haven't seen anything. Right. I love that because right. I feel that way too. It's more like, I'm so inundated mm-hmm. with things that I don't want to hear about. It's right. not necessarily like I have a problem with you right. wanting to talk about it at all. Right. Like I like for a very good example of that is I was so excited when the new This Is Us season oh, came yeah. out. Yeah. So excited. And I started watching it and they were talking about masks and quarantine. They yeah. had to wear it all. And in my in my head, I'm like, I'm not watching this show for this. Mm-hmm. I could literally change to the news and see all of these things right like I li- I'm living this and I don't that's not why it's I'm our watch- getaway this is not why I'm watching tv so that really really upset me and then they started getting into you know all of the political and I was just out I haven't watched another second of it yeah because that's just not why I'm you know turning on the tv at night right it's a different story that I'm trying to yes. like I already live that reality right. and I, I'm turning on tv to not live my reality exactly so, I feel I feel exactly the yeah. same there's two shows that I watch and I know it sounds so bad but like everybody has so much Botox in Hollywood <laughs> so much that like I mean more than me 
Well, I have none, so. Right? But like they're talking and they're like, oh my God, that's so funny. Ha 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 ha. And their eyes and nothing is moving. And it just looks like it's, it's like I'm watching people moving, but I'm listening to, to uh-huh, a tape. Uh-huh. It doesn't even, cause you can't see their mouth. Uh-huh. There's no expression. And then I lose interest because I don't like talking to people with masks on already. Exactly. Not saying I disagree with them. Right. It's but just, it's hard. I, it's hard. Right. You can't hear your like you said, expressions. Right. I smile at people all the time, like at the grocery store. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I could just be like, F-ing. right. They have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> and when you have sunglasses on and mask, it's I feel like worse. I'm the rudest person ever because it's like, you're going to, how are you going to yeah. identify? And I'm already me? told I have you know, <laughs> resting, resting bitch. So, you know, mask and all that don't help with that situation. Right. But I, it's just like one of those things, like you said, like I'm, I use TV to get out of my reality. Mm-hmm. And I think good writers of TV mm-hmm. make you believe something that could be so far-fetched, but that has happened right. that isn't real. Right. Yeah. Like right. there's a couple of shows I watch where they mentioned it. Like it's right. a thing. Right. You know, like, like they, they uh, there's a show called Big Sky. Oh, it's in Montana, okay. which wasn't well, really affected by, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like about sex trafficking. It's really Ooh. crazy, but you know, it's in the middle of nowhere. So they get away with literally anything. Right. Um, but they've mentioned it. Like there was a little restaurant they're like, you know, this, this restaurant didn't make it because of the, the oh, quarantine. And, okay. and that's literally all they said, right. you know, you're like, they'll mention it, but they're not making that show our oh, reality, yeah. our reality, if right. I, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no. So it's much as I'm fine watching that because yes, mm-hmm. it is real. It is a thing. It's, it exists. Right. Great. Please, you know, but don't make the whole episode everything. about yes. the fact that we are going through that. Mm-hmm. And I did the same with Big Brother uh-huh. Um, because I didn't know if Big Brother was going to come out. They didn't know if Big Brother right. was going to, I am I am a, I applied to Big Brother. Did you? Yeah. Like, Ooh, I, I love, that love about you. I love Big Brother. And like my dream is like me and Brandon go on together and they don't know that we're together. And so then like we like act. <laughs> I have this whole thing. Like he's gonna I be like the real quiet. Thing. He's gonna be the real quiet one, and I'm gonna be like the social person. But everybody gets along with Brandon. No one hates Brandon. People hate me all the time. I don't care. But but that's the thing. But he can be with the people that hate me, and then he can be like, okay, this is the person we're taking out. Like I have a whole plan for it, right? I love but, that. But I was I was really really trying to figure out if they were going to do it and if they did how would they do it right and they all made them quarantine for two yeah. two weeks before like by themselves before they could enter the house so they could which enter they were the already house. quarantining like that's the whole purpose right. of that show right well I mean, yeah yeah I mean, yeah yeah, you, yeah. You, you certain people are quarantined together right 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 okay. but yeah that is the whole I've, purpose of the show right. but they were quarantining for two weeks before they could go in so they didn't have to wear masks and they had a test negative mm-hmm. i like i think they tested them like every three days okay before they could go into the house and so the only time they had to wear their mask is when they were outside of the house. So uh, not outside, like in the backyard, but outside but like, of the show. Okay. Like once you got voted off or when they okay. gotcha. did the finale, then you had to wear your mask uh-huh. for that. But it wasn't a, it, it wasn't talked about during Big Brother. And it was like one of those, it was like that one thing that I got back mm-hmm after COVID that I was like, oh my goodness, I've been waiting for it for so mm-hmm. long. And now here it is. And they did it. I feel like they did it the right way. And I'm yes. like, with all the actors making as much money as they do, I would have no problem quarantining from my family for two weeks to shoot a movie mm-hmm. where I didn't have to wear a mask or a show where right. I didn't have to wear a mask. Right. They're getting paid so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I agree. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that California has their own rules and they don't do whatever they want. And they all are Californians. Yeah. (laughs) So they're doing everything that they want to do over there. I saw a commercial the other day, just Mm -hmm. in this whole mask thing. Um, And it was like for a college and the little thing on the bottom of the screen on the left corner said pre COVID footage because no one was wearing a mask. And I'm like, how sad Yeah, is is it that you have to say that? Yeah. Like, it's I'm not mad that the people on the TV in the commercial aren't <laughs> wearing a mask. Do. People do. I know, that. but it was just kind of sad to me that they had yeah. to, like, 
throw that little thing in there. Like, hey we guys, this we're going to door 19, I promise. You know, like that's how I felt. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so. I get it. And I, I, I understand both sides. I, I know too. we were talking about it. Like, I understand why people would get the vaccine. I understand why mm-hmm. people don't get the vaccine. I understand both sides. Yeah. I think we're just talking about just shit. <laughs> Yes. like the shit well, that we're I mean, dealing with again it's already it's our reality and we right. don't we don't want to right turn yeah. off reality for that reality no because it's the same you know we want no. something completely different so. i i agree i i don't i i really enjoy watching old tv shows now mm-hmm. or re-watching stuff mm-hmm. so i don't have to deal and you remember the good old days yeah pre-covid yeah. 11 months ago exactly 11 exactly. months ago life was so great was <laughs> let's switch gears and let's talk okay. about your business okay are you excited i am so tell us what is your business what do you do okay. why you do it who are you doing it for okay <laughs> so i own a rags for ransom boutique it's a women's clothing boutique um we have clothes shoes accessories all the you know things that girls need and want. Um, and I started it. Um, I actually had a friend who was doing this and I kept watching her. Like it just all of a sudden one day she had a boutique online. And I was like, well, this is really interesting. And finally I reached out to her. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Is this an MLM? Like, and she's like, no, I, I just decided to do it. And I'm like, yeah. that's so cool. So she, um, she helped me kind of get my feet in the water, um, figuring out all the things um, behind it. And that was, I, I opened in October of 2018. So it's been just over two years. Okay. Um, and last year obviously was, you know, kind of like this, Yeah. as far as all of us, you know, um, not knowing whether we have a job or a no job or whatever. Um, but I really, really enjoy it. Um, my favorite thing, um, or my favorite show actually, when I was younger was, um, what not to wear, um, not the, the crazy, crazy, you know, wearing tails part of it, yeah. um, which happened a lot. If you watch that show, you know what I'm talking about, but just the fact that these the tails and the black, like they give uh-huh. black such a bad such name. Such a bad name. I know it. I know. <laughs> and you know, just women not knowing their own bodies or right. appreciating their own bodies. You know, I mean, for me, I've gained probably 20 pounds in the past two years, yeah. not intentionally, obviously right. COVID didn't help with any of it. Um, and I'm, I, I, just, you know, I don't wear pajamas everywhere just because I gained some weight, you know, I have to change things up, but I just feel like so many women don't know themselves, don't appreciate themselves and all that their body does for them and will do for them or has done for them. And they don't really know how to dress it, um, or who they are Mm -hmm. in a way to dress it, to express that. Um, so really helping women with personal style and worth and knowing, um, who they are is, kind of all the why behind yeah the what yeah so um I know that you you got a sponsorship for the podcast but why is your slogan for every woman everywhere every size just for every every woman my my little tagline is um for every woman every size every style every day right um because we're all different um we all I mean I'm not a size two. Right. Not a size two. I'm not five, nine. Right. You know, um, I don't weigh 120 pounds. I'm not, I don't, I want women to know that no matter if you have big boobs or little boobs or a big butt or a little butt or you're tall or you're skinny or, or any of those things, you can, you still deserve and can look your best. Mm -hmm. You don't have to you know, go full in all makeup all the time or do your hair, but you can, I mean, even if you're running errands, like put a little bit of effort in by just wearing cute, you know, lounge wear right. yoga pants and a cute top, you know, instead of, it's not that hard to show that you care about yourself. And I think all the little eyes watching us all the time, they see us, how we mm. treat ourselves. And that's, I don't have daughters, but I do have lots of nieces and um, it's really important for me to teach them that they're worth it, right. um, that they deserve to take care of themselves first and foremost, because if you're not, if you don't care about you, all of the things trickle mm-hmm. away from that. Um, and if you're not your best you in all of the ways, um, nothing else is going to be its best, your family, right. your relationship, whatever it is. Right. Right. No, I, I, and I feel like 
when I hear you say it that way, I'm like, yes, 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 I'm here for it. But in other people's heads that are having issues with either body or style or whatever, it's like, how can she have something for me? No one has something for right. me. So what do you do to, in order for you to be able to make sure that you're inclusive? Because I know that it's hard to find 6X. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard to have XXS, you know? Like, right. like it's hard to find those things. So if I'm looking through anything, not just mm-hmm. your boutique, mm-hmm. what are some things that we need to like remember on what we need to do for ourselves? Okay, first of all, sizes don't define you and tags do not mean a thing yeah um like for example this tank top I'm wearing I'm pretty sure that it's a large Mm -hmm. generally even though I have a big chest I can wear a small or medium right this jacket I know for example it runs small and I think it's a large um it doesn't matter what the size says um or what the tag says or what the the universe around you says you should be you have to wear things that actually fit you. Um, and one of the most important things I've learned is that you fit the biggest part of you first and work from there. So I have a friend who's about <laughs> my size. I'm like, oh Lord, oh, the biggest I, part of me. I, I know, I know. Well, listen, I feel you. But her and I are generally same size. She's not right. as busty, but she's, you know, right. She's got a nice little thing going there. Yeah. But she's broader in her back. And she's at first would get so upset. Like, why are you wearing a small? Okay. And I can't yeah. I'm like, well, first of all, it doesn't matter. Right. Second of all, it's because you're just shaped differently than I am. Mm-hmm. Your shoulders are broader than mine. I'm just a little bit more this way. Right. And you're right. this way. So you need a little bit more back here than I do. I need more up here. Right. So it just sort of the cut is going to change. The it. cut makes a big difference. And I mean, like I said, your biggest part can go from there and get everything tailored, usually pretty inexpensively so that it fits you the way it should fit you. Right. If it needs it, not everything. I mean, you know, and you always hear off the rack, off the rack. What does I mean, that mean? So off the rack means. <laughs> so like, exactly. You walk into Nordstrom. Right. And you pick something up off the rack and take it home. That's called off the rack. Okay. Because you're just getting it off the rack. So that that designer made a size large. Okay. But this designer size large could really be a small. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like none of them, nothing off the rack is ever going to fit anyone. Okay. Even a I, model okay, or whatever. Yeah. Exactly right. In all the right places. Designers right. can't do that. Right. That's way too difficult to be like, oh, well, let's make a, a large up here and get it smaller down here. And, right. Do you know what I mean? Because she's not hippie. Even, right. Or so she's, no one is going to be that exactly, hippie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if you get anything to fit your biggest part, like if it's a dress, I have to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. I have to buy like a 10 or 12 mm-hmm. to fit me up here. And then I take it to the tailor and they to fit me okay. everywhere else. Ooh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, I'm all squished in yeah. and it's and then not it looks comfortable. Messy. It looks terrible. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I don't suggest, you know, I mean, I don't always get things tailored. Sometimes right. I just pass on things, which is fine. That's, if I'm that's like, what I do, you know, but if there's something I really, really know that I want or have to have, yeah. you know how we are. <laughs> I make sure like, I get it to that. fit me where it needs yeah. to fit me Yeah, and then work out from there. Yeah. Um, I just recently realized, um, cause you know, I've been working out and I've been thinking about my fitness and I'm trying to lose weight and I'm trying to do this, this, and this. And I think I just really realized how much weight in itself, not even just size mm-hmm. looks different on yes, everyone. And yes. someone, my height, my same weight can look so different on their body. They can be 160 pounds. I can be 160 mm-hmm. pounds, but I can look like I am 200 pounds and she can still look like she's only 120 pounds. Like it's just right. weird in Absolutely. that way too. And I, I think that we don't talk about that enough. I agree. I think like I'm never going to have a booty. I okay. can do all the squats and all the lunges. I mean, don't get me wrong. It'll get a little bigger, and, and but I'm never going to yeah. like just organically grow one grow a booty like that you know what I mean I'm just yeah yeah and I and I know that right yeah and then like I know I have really like muscular calves and thighs yeah I can't help that right that's just not where genetically exactly and mine all goes in my midsection you know right so yeah and that's just we're all so different and women I think just need to start 
um, what was that I posted the other day that said, you can admire someone else's beauty without questioning your own. Yeah. And that was so profound to me. Like we really can because we're so different. Right. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I was talking with Bridget and y'all know she's my stylist. I love everything in her boutique. Everything is so amazing, but she was willing to give y'all some discount code. Yes. If you go to ragsforransom.com and type in Christine, that's C-H-R-I-S-T. I-N-E, you can get 25% off your first order with a $25 minimum order requirement. So please go over there and check all her stuff out. And remember, promo code Christine for ragsforransom.com. Why? It's, it's almost a comparison game, right? Exactly. Like no need to compare. Both can be great. Exactly. It's instead of or, it can be and, right? right. Um, switching gears a little bit. So I really wanted to ha- talk to you because of insecurities okay. that women are having. This is a two-part question. Okay. okay. So what insecurities do you have around your business? Okay. And I'm going to give you a backstory. It's okay. because there are so many boutiques. I'm going to yes. be honest with you, and I know I can say this to you. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't say this to anybody else. The word boutique to me is getting ran through. Uh, and then I'm like how do I google the word boutique is there a synonym for the word boutique Mm -hmm. like can we change it up like but then I'm like okay you know what it doesn't matter that's what it is but like what insecurities like does the word boutique give you insecurity to hear someone else has it and what do you do to bring yourself back to know no I'm a badass when it comes to boutique stuff right that's a good question oh, or thanks. two. Um, so yeah, the competition, right. you know, boutique used to be um, boutique. Yeah, You know what I mean? Me. It used to be very exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't afford to shop at a boutique in downtown wherever. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like I remember we went on a trip to Colorado or something and I went to a boutique and I bought this jacket and spent God knows how much money that I would never have spent back home anywhere else right 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 but I was at a boutique and I was on vacation and right. you know, that's what a boutique was you know it was kind of that higher end exclusive thing mm-hmm. um and I feel like it still kind of is um but it's so like you said it's so inundated um so yeah I I I feel um the insecurities are just why would they choose me over her or her or her what does she have mm-hmm. or why is her business you know booming right now right and mine's not or do you know what I mean um I also I, I think um mine's online and I you know I've gone back and forth like do I open a brick and mortar right, right. do I do I first of all do I want that right and two does it make it really any different right do you know what I mean because there's me, so many brick and, brick and exactly, mortars out there too. exactly yeah. and and where we are it's not like we're in some, like I get it in little towns that don't have a lot of accessible, you know, I mean, we have a, a Nordstrom every 10 miles, right. do you know what I mean? Or right. Target we're or whatever. We're in the big city. Yeah. yeah. And so it's way harder here and it's way less exclusive mm-hmm. here to have a boutique, whether it's online or a, a brick and mortar. So, I mean, I have a lot of that in my head. Like, did I really make the right decision for me mm-hmm. um, because of the competition? But right. again, I can admire somebody else's beauty without questioning my own, right? Right. And that can be in business as well. So to answer the second part of your question, um, I don't really have a big desire to be um, the biggest and the best and the okay. you know, like take over the world boutique. Yeah. Um, I just want to help the women that need my help. Um, Ooh, and I know shit, there's lots of them girl, out there. That was good. Okay. Um, okay. Because I, you know, I have a, a Facebook group that's kind of my VIPs that right. um, I work with a lot. But anytime they come to me and order something, I'll be like, yeah, don't get that. Right. I wouldn't suggest that for you. Or, right. you know, what about this? No, I think you need a small on that. You definitely don't need a medium. Or, right. you know, like I tried very, very hard to... I guess, kind of style them, even though I'm not with them. Right. You know? So do you know most of the people in your boutique? 
like no. your group? No, no. I mean, I know some of them personally, right. right? But no, I mean, I I've just organically or you know, people have referred them or whatever, and but so I kind of know them via right. social media, but I don't personally know them, or nor have I personally ever met them, right? Um, so but I try just like see what they like, what they, you know, like what they have bought in the past. Exactly. Maybe. Or what, you know, certain little things that, that they comment on or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so when they go to order something or they ask me a question, I, I sometimes actually will Facebook stalk them a little bit if I don't even know them. Right. So that I kind of can see how they live, what they do and give them that more personal touch, touch to from me. Yeah. So, yeah. because that's my big thing um, is styling. Like just, like I said, helping women figure out who they are. I am. It's actually official. It's official. She's my stylist. I love it. Um, I think that's probably what I enjoy the most is the personalization Mm -hmm. and it's not coming from a box. Right. It like makes me like anxiety when I get a box come in with clothes in it and I'm like, but how? Right. Like they can put pictures in there. They can do all this stuff, but I feel like I'm so confined to the box, Mm -hmm. but we know I'm technical. So like for me to have that creative juices of, oh, this will look good with Mm -hmm. this. I don't have that. So to have someone do that can come in and just be like, oh no, like this jacket, just put it with that. And I'm like, oh, that was that easy. Right, right. I I just don't have it. And I've watched Mm -hmm. what you got, you know, what not to wear. But it's because I, I dress by the rules mm-hmm. because I'm technical. Right. I'm like, okay, I need a pop of color, pop mm-hmm. of shine, a texture. Yeah. And I need darting. Okay. I know the rules, right. but that's what I'm going by. The creative. Rules, yeah. You have, you have to always just put you in those rules. Right. And, and then that's rules hard. are meant to be bent, if not broken sometimes. <laughs> right. Jumped over it sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> so how do you... Uh, no what do you say to that person that woman right now that is so scared of opening up her boutique because one she says it's saturated Mm -hmm. two why would they buy from me Mm -hmm. why would this why this why this I don't know if I can I'm a mom whatever excuse she has because it doesn't affect you right Mm -hmm. And this, you talking and being honest about it, I think will help you more than it probably would help the person that will listen. So what do you say to her? How do you, how do you help her through that? Um, Here's what I would say. Um, I had this name rags for ransom almost 26 years ago now um, when I was pregnant with my son, his name is Kyle Ransom. And for whatever reason, I don't even know why I picked ransom, to be honest with you. I just really liked the way it sounded. And then I, re- I just remember back then I was pregnant. I'm like, rags, ransom, rags. Like it was always yeah. just there. Well, you know, he's about to be 25. Yeah. And so when he was gone to college, you know, I started this and I never, ever, or for all those years was like, would it, was it, did it even pop back up in my brain? Does that make right, sense? Right. It was like, it was always there, but it, wasn't because I was a mom. I was busy. I was, you know, doing all these things. So I just say, if you want to do it by all means, fucking try it. Right. What do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose, nothing. And, and you can never succeed if you don't fail first. Right. Right. Oh, I love failing. I know because you learn. <laughs> yes. Right. Learn and and I, I learn every single day in this mm-hmm. business, everything. I mean, even you and I just talking like we do. Yeah. I'm like, the hell did she say and I have to go home and I write down and like you and I are it's the so best like I do the same thing I know we're the best like little business coaches for each other that we don't even do it yeah on purpose right, you know we're just right, talking just and, talking um and that's another thing I think you should have you know support around you like my Ooh. husband has been from day one whatever you want to do by all means do mm-hmm. it you have my support mm-hmm. you have all of my support um it's a lot of hard work I have a full-time job um, and I have a full-time boutique. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like the side hustle word. Right, I don't right, like right. being called Ooh, a mom. Why don't you like the side hustle? Because word? it's not a side hustle to me. Oh, it's a business. It's my right. livelihood, you know, and something I want to keep growing and doing right. just because I have two jobs. Does it make it one less important than the other? Okay. Well, do you consider a side hustle? Um, I think, see, I don't even like that word ever. Uh, okay. Like, okay, maybe I kind of do. So like, I can see like a, a stay-at-home mom 
who kind of feels like, you know, I should maybe contribute it what I can right. to help my family a little bit more financially. Right. And so she sells Avon or Color Street or whatever that right. is, you know, just to, to help. Like, I'm going to start paying the car payment. Right. You know, that to me is a side hustle. It's not a livelihood. It's just a little extra. Right. Like, she's okay. just, you know, she's her ultimately, she's a stay at mom, stay at home mom, and she just wants to help. And, you know what I mean? Right. At some point, that side hustle could turn into okay something completely different. Okay. You know what I mean? As our kids get older, or mm-hmm. she so gets stages really, maybe. maybe. Would you say yeah. stages? Yeah. Like what stage is your business in? Yeah. Or do you think it's the time or what, what it's, um, I mean, I'm, what it's meant to do, right. What the, what the money is supposed to do right. from it right. is what you consider or what you're trying to build from yeah. that. And I would say mine started as a side hustle. Like yeah. ultimately I was not really happy at work mm-hmm. and I wanted a means to an end. Right. So be like, so my husband could be like, okay, yeah, you can quit. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. had the freedom to do that. And not that I, he, he would say that, like, you can't quit your job. Right. But like where I didn't have to go work for somebody else, right. you know? Um, so I think it ultimately started that way. But as I work, literally all of the time, I go to work and I work and I right. come home and I work and I, you know what I mean? It's it's definitely not anything. There's nothing side about it. For right. Me. Right. It started yeah. that way, but it's definitely not that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I consider side hustles like just as little income that I'm not putting any effort into kind of like right. it can make income if I put my work into it mm-hmm. so I, I just feel like the word side yes hustle by itself like this is my main hustle this is my hustle right. right but your side hustle is like your your side bitch exactly is what I was just about to say <laughs> which is why we are friends <laughs> like she's just like your mm-hmm. bitch on the side like mm-hmm. you don't really care you're not gonna like leave anything for her uh-huh. like if you die she's not gonna get any money <laughs> she's not in the will you're right like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. it's just like your little side you should not get a valentine no present or anything no like you're that. just fucking right. with her a yeah. little bit over uh-huh. here <laughs> that's what i can say but you like her. yeah right but you it's just, just don't like, like her right yeah yeah and do you find it weird that you have a nine to five and you do this no no only because I have the best nine to five that okay. there is yeah um I have the best boss ever um I have all the freedom in the world that mm-hmm. I want um mm-hmm. like actually in February of 2020 before the COVID right I was like hey because I we have a slow season and a high season and um I took two week a two-week vacation Mm-hmm. And it was no big deal. Right. Just go ahead and enjoy. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and I, you know, if I have every now and again, I have to watch one of my nieces when my sister has something going on, they yeah. can just come to work with me. And, you know, I just have so much freedom and I, the, everyone I work with is so amazing. They're like my family. Yeah. Actually, they really are. A lot of them are, you know, very like close friends. And yeah. so for me, it, it's not weird. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would not, I would not leave there because the situation that made me first want to do it left itself. Right. Or got itself out of the way. Um, and so everything's so much different and so much better. Um, so there's no reason to not do both for me. Right. Right. What do you think is a good, a good way for someone that, because COVID was terrible for a lot of people. It was great for a lot of people. Some people it did not affect. Mm -hmm. You were one of those people that it really did not affect, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like you still went to your nine to five. I drank a lot more. (laughs) We all drank a lot more. But I mean, like financially, like it Mm -hmm. wasn't, you're more on seasonal than what's happening out in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Brandon is one of those people. My husband is the same way. Like COVID really did Mm -hmm. not affect him. And we were essential. Right. So we still had to go to work He's also by the weather. But what do you think is a good pickup for someone that's like, okay, I'm going to start my own business. Like, where should they start? Like, what should they do? They just lost their job. Do you think this is the perfect time to start a new job? Like, what do you think about that? I mean, I have seen so many people during COVID that really have. I would say the most important thing um, is to be whatever it is, be passionate about it. So you actually care because mm-hmm. if you care about something, you're going to make it happen. Don't just start selling Mary Kay. Cause this chick over here does or start, yeah. you know what I mean? Like just cause you think you're going to make money. You have to actually, cause it's not about the money. 
ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for me. Right. You know, I mean, of course I like me. selling and it, but it's not even that. I like seeing your reaction. When right. You're like, Holy cow, this actually worked. Right. It looks great on me. You know what I mean? Like that, that supersedes all of the money I could ever make is reaction and having right. customers and all that. So don't let it be about the money ultimately, mm-hmm. first of all. So if you have something, if you can make cakes, if you can make cookies, if you can, like, I actually just went to, I'm in a group in Facebook. I went to this little girl night the other night. This woman moved here to Texas from Toyota. Well, I think she ended up getting divorced or whatever it was. Um, and she had always just made little like boards for people for, mm-hmm. you know, parties where her friends, she just started a freaking business out of it. Right. And she's killing it because right. she was passionate about it. She loved it. She, you know, she likes, she did it for free for all that time mm-hmm. for her friends. And then she was just like, Oh, hello. You know what I mean? And she had to find a way to take care of her kids or whatever. So that's the, how your side hustle should Turn. start. I ooh, think, ooh, I like that. you know, cause yeah. it, it was for me. Like I was like, I, yeah. know I can make girls look nice and feel good about themselves every day. Just, right. I can, I know right. I can. So, and it's really important. Mm, I think don't just do it because you need money. Yeah. I mean, of course you can get a job or whatever, because you need money, get your bills paid and stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, if you're really wanting to start something on your own, really sit down and think about it. Make sure you have, if you have a spouse or a significant other, have their support because without it, it's it's really hard. It's It's really, really hard. It's a, yeah. it's a tough thing. So you right. have to all be on board. Your family has to, I mean, there's times cause I work, I have to come home and be like, okay, sweetie, I need from this time to this time to do this. And then I'll make dinner and we'll hang out. You know what I mean? Right. Like I had to kind of give him those expectations of those boundaries that you're setting for yourself for me too. Yeah. Cause otherwise I would literally sometimes, you know, night. Monday night football, I don't really care about Monday night football, right? Same. but I'm sitting there watching it with my husband but I'm on the computer working mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Yeah. But we can't, I can't do that all of the time because I'm not paying one bit of attention mm-hmm. to my husband, but he's also not paying attention to me while there's football. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So either way, oh, shoot. Oh, you're fine, cords, sorry, people, you're cords and heels. <laughs> you're fine. Um, the, you're one of the guests that I do know this, but I love my coaches. We were talking about coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a coach. Mm-hmm. Do you see the benefit in it and why one, I got all these like sub questions Uh and is it worth it? Because there is an uproar of coaching. You can be, if you Mm -hmm. saw my Facebook, it's, do you need a Facebook coach? Do you Mm -hmm. need a, this kind of coach? Show me how to monetize, Mm -hmm. watch my virtual video and learn how to make $60 and grow your following with Instagram. I'm pretty sure you're getting it the same thing because Uh of the business owner stuff, Mm -hmm. but like, do you find value in those things? And would you suggest someone doing it? Okay. Really good questions. Yeah. So I got a coach in February of 2020. And I will say that yes and no, and yes and no. Yeah. Um, having somebody else's eyes mm-hmm. and perspective on what you're doing is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Paying somebody a shit ton of money to look at your stuff is not always the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you find the right person and it could be an actual certified for real coach, right? it could be a friend. Like I've even told her, she's a better business coach to me <laughs> and, and not in a bad okay. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, we in just kind levels. of, we push each other and, and, um, challenge each other a little right. bit. Well, why are you doing it like this? Right. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I didn't think about it like that. That's, you know, so she's really because I'm always asking questions. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yes and no, yeah. make sure you find the right one. Um, and it's exactly what you're looking for. Um, I kind of almost did it out of not desperation, but I just felt like, Oh, I've been in business for a year. I should have one. Mm-hmm. And I did mm-hmm. follow this girl and I was in all these groups and I, you know, did my research on her and she'd worked with boutiques and all of that. So I did my due diligence, right. but I also feel like, um, I could have maybe spent that money in other places Um, or, you know, having more than one or something. Um, I will say I'm in a lot of, if you're going to start a business, um, 
I'm in a lot of mom groups, which to me aren't super, because moms aren't ultimately my ideal client, just okay. women yeah. are, you could not have kids or, you right. know, right. I get what you're saying. You know, um, moms are not ultimately that person for me. Um, but I am in a lot of, um, just business type groups or women mm-hmm. entrepreneur groups. And those actually, I have found to be very, very helpful. Um, whether you're just browsing and, you know, being a stalker and reading, um, but they ask a lot of good questions. Um, I even follow a bunch of different boutiques and in, on Instagram and social media and they follow me. I mean, cause we're all so different and some, right. I mean, some are in South Dakota, some are, you know, right. well, I'm, they're not really my competition nor am I theirs, but I'm supporting them and they're supporting me. And I'm in a, you know, big boutique group where it's all boutique owners. And we just, you know, we have a question or a problem or a, did, has this ever happened to you? Whatever. Yeah. That community a community. Yeah. That's been more beneficial to me ultimately, I think, mm-hmm. because those people, um, again, my coach is great. I'm not downplaying her at all, right? but she isn't a boutique owner and she's never has been, you know what I mean? So what um, I hear you saying is, uh, <laughs> what I hear you saying is, is that <clears throat> you don't have to have one, but if you have the right one, then it's worth absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Cause I have multiple coaches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love my coaches. I, I'm yes. I love my coaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I want to add on to your thing. Um, I am a very firm believer in not letting other people in your industry look at your shit. I agree. And not in that. That sounded aggressive. What I mean is I don't go, if I'm doing advertising, I do not go to another spa owner and be like, what do you think of my advertising? Because exactly. she's going to be like, oh my goodness, it looks so great uh-huh. and blah, 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 blah. And then I will show it to you and you're like, why is she wearing stripes with blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And that jacket doesn't match. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I showed this to like 15 um, spa owners and no one said that, but you have mm-hmm. a styling eye when I show my website to someone I don't show it to another spa owner mm-hmm. I show it to a website builder person mm-hmm. or whatever techie well, person almost like with you um you're my ideal client okay do you know what I mean yeah 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 so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you everything <laughs> and I'm like no, because you'll tell that. me you absolutely will and that's really right. really important right so yeah I would never I would never go to like I don't I have boutique friends. I know people that own them. I right. personally know them. I mean, every now and again, we'll ask each other just like about a product, like, have you right. used this brand yes. or whatever, you know, that's yes. kind of, or, Hey, what I saw, I was looking at that too. Right. What do you think of it? Did you get it in like the quality, whatever, right. you know, so those kind of things, but never the client perspective part of it for me. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that has been my biggest and most helpful tip that I could ever give someone is stop going to people in your industry to look at it because all they see is what you see. Exactly. So they don't see, they don't see anything anything any differently. Right. They're looking exactly the same blinders that you have on. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I think of, um, when they're like, do I have enough, enough diversity? Do I have, does this look right? I'm dyslexic as fuck. So I can't read or write. Uh So I have to have someone that's good with words to look at my stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, but I don't go and ask other spa owners if it's good. Right. Because they're not going to see they're that you misspell the word either. Right. Exactly. All they're looking at is the picture mm-hmm. or, you know, or you looking at clothes, you're only going to see mm-hmm. the clothes. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at this girl's brows. Like, why right. didn't she wax yeah, her brows before shit. her picture? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. You ready for your spitfire? I think so. Okay. What is your favorite color? I'm going to just say the ocean, all those blues, all of them are my favorite. What is your favorite book? The Outsiders. Uh, Spender or Saver? Uh-huh. Both. <laughs> Democrat or Republican? Nope. Are you a good girl or a bad girl? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your natural hair color? Brownish. No, it's very brown. It's very brown. Yeah. Um, guac or queso? Guac all day long. I love it. Just all this guac. Um, if you had a million dollars, what are the top three things you would do with it? Ooh. Um, <laughs> that's a new question. That, that's a great one. I would buy, if I had just a million dollars for myself, Right. I would 
make sure that my parents, my sisters, whatever you had with, you know, if they're having some trouble, I'd help yeah. them out. Give them a grand each. Or well, well I mean, like, let's just say my mom needs to pay her house off. And oh, it's $30,000. Oh, mom. okay. Do you know what okay. I'm saying? That's really like, generous. If, okay. Like whatever their big thing is, okay. I would like to help them with that. Okay. Um, I would do the same for my sons, make sure that they have, I wouldn't probably just give them like yeah. you guys, yeah. but you know, make sure they have some things over here for later. Yeah. Um, and then I'm pretty sure my husband and I would either, either in the Caribbean or in Florida buy a really badass vacation home on the oh, beach Yeah. that we, and then know, I can come visit. You. Everyone can come visit. <laughs> We might just buy like a condo building. <laughs> oh yeah. And then timeshare it out uh-huh. and then make and then money. Like, oh, well, these two rooms, you can't come because she's going to yeah. be in that one this week. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love how the, like almost every person that's asked, answered that question on my business series has made it about some kind of business or buying something. That's really interesting. <laughs> like our, mind, said that. our mind always goes uh-huh. there. And I'm like, okay, so we can timeshare it out, then rent it out, Airbnb Well, that, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. That's literally a big thing for us, like a goal. Um, What is your love language? It is um, words of affirmation. Nope. Uh, Physical touch. Nope. Well, that's a big one, but that's not the other one. So it's physical touch, uh, words words of of affirmation, affirmation, access, service, gifts, and it's like the gratitude one. Like I want people, like I like to feel appreciated. Yeah, that's uh, that's That's words of words of affirmation. Okay. Wait, which one am I missing? Wait, now I'm gonna be upset. Quality time. Yes. Okay. So words of affirmation is first, Uh and then touch. Touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they change. Has yours ever changed? Or has those always been? Maybe, and maybe, yeah, like, I'm not sure I was a big touchy-feely person until I met my husband. And then, like, I mean, I probably was a little, but not, like, him and I are always constantly touching. I think mine is switching over to access service and gifts now. You need some stuff? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, give me stuff, people. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not good at receiving it, but I I think I want some stuff from him. I'm going to remember that. From other people. people but from Brandon because I told him not to buy me any more gifts and now I'm kind of missing you're getting yeah. Oh, yeah so now I'm like can you oh, tell him yeah it, it changed I need a gift May, yeah. preferably something I can eat yeah. like <laughs> some <guacamole>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did bring me home tamales <gasps> yesterday though Ooh, so I, okay I guess I'm good on gifts now okay what is your biggest fear oh um drowning I think oh really as much as I love the ocean, I, yeah, like the water scares the you. shit out of me. Do you get in the water? Always. But you're still scared of it. But it's so powerful. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's a like, force. It's so powerful. And I think, like, just, ugh, you know what yeah. I mean? Ooh. Not being able to. Yeah. That, Why? Yeah. You don't. Okay. Yeah, so I'm good. That scares we'll me not. <laughs> um, if you could have dinner with two people, dead or alive, who Ooh. would it be? Um, right now, if I can get through this without crying, I would say my dad. Yeah. It's a big one. Um, and then I would probably have to say Prince because he intrigued me so much as just a like a cool sexy little four foot man (laughs) and all the things about him because he's such a good human. Right, right, right. And you know what I mean? But he was so out there and I mean he he did not give a fuck about one thing. Right. And you know, I grew up to Prince like I remember my sisters got to go to a Prince concert and I was like eight and I was allowed to go and I was so mad like so mad like cry not knowing what <laughs> like what his like he was all about sex right uh-huh. but I'm, and you I didn't eight. care yeah. he's Prince you right. know so I don't know I, I think he it. would just be an interesting man because he's been through a lot of shit or he right. had been through a lot of shit in his life yeah you know so just Joe cool. witness at the end yeah. of his life yeah you know like it's just crazy. how it went from all those extremes so wearing high heels <sighs> mascara I always used to wish I could like borrow his clothes like being his wife would be so awesome because you just have to buy clothes just go in his closet just go in his closet your set. it'd be really little would it fit you would it fit you what is your biggest pet peeve Ooh. uh fakeness I think Ooh, yeah I can't we talk about that a lot though. we do like we can smell bullshit yeah I think you should I mean again there's times and instances where you have to play a part and be right, 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 something right. for one reason or the other but right. you should always be authentic yeah to you yeah. and sometimes that probably happens because people don't know who they are 
Yeah. So they have to put on so the different they don't mask because they yeah. don't have a. Mm-hmm. I like that answer. I haven't had that answer yet. Mm. Let me think. Yeah, I don't like it. That makes all. sense. I had not being on time. That was a good one too. Mm, that is a good. One. But I'm an appointment person. So. I am on time to, you know, yeah. or early, way early to a lot of things. <laughs> what is next for you and your business? Oh goodness, um, I don't know. My husband and I um, are in the process of finding our forever home. Not our rental home on the beach, but right. our, you know, actual one that we live in. Um, <laughs> and I'm kind of debating, like, do I want to build like a little brick and mortar, like she shed yes. thing in the back? Yes. Ultimately, so that I, it's still mine on my property. I'm not renting. So I don't know. There's a lot of things. And then uh, you, mm-hmm. as you know, <laughs> yes, um, I, I'm going to be kind of not transitioning. I'm not getting rid of the boutique, but I'm going to be kind of doing adding some more of the things that I love to do yeah um with my business so yeah I don't know when but it'll hopefully be 2021 yeah sure. it is we're gonna make it happen it's gonna do there. it it's gonna blow up <laughs> is there anything that you want to say to the listener that we have not covered yet um no but I'll reiterate if there is something you have always wanted to do don't give up on it just keep it wherever it needs to stay for that season in your life and it'll find its way back to you when it's time so don't ever lose sight of that all right as always Bridget never fails to make us think and I love talking with her we talk about COVID and how like disgusted we are with it all the time (laughs) So it was only fitting that we talk about it on the podcast. Um, we are we are very similar on our views when it comes to um, sorry to COVID, and um, it, it's just funny to be able to like not feel alone in my thoughts. Like, man, this sucks. Like, I fucking hate COVID. Stop changing my TV. I just want to go back to normal. <laughs> and just being able to to bounce off ideas with her in just everyday life. But she did give us so many different things to think about when it comes to our business. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but in Heather's episode, Bridget also found her niche. She found out what she wanted to do. She said, I'm looking for people that just need my help, that want my help, that I can help. It's not necessarily about the clothes. It's about the service that she's able to do with her styling, the service that she's able to do with providing you quality clothes that she knows that will work for you in an honest but loving way. And that is so amazing that she is able to do those types of things. I appreciate the the consideration that she has. I know that she is my stylist, but she has made life so much more easier for me where I'm willing to step out of my comfort zone. Also, I want to really iterate, alliterate, iterate. Mm, that's not the word I'm going to be able to say today. I really want to be able to pin down and focus on, that's the definition of the word I'm trying to use, (laughs) that the people in your industry will only see what you see. The people in your industry will only see what you see. They will also be able to tell you what to change on what they see, which is the same thing that you see. And so you don't get an overall rounded out visual. I'm going to go a little bit deeper in that. When you have someone that is in the same industry as you and they're looking at your work or your ads or however you present yourself on social media, They can only see what their eye has been trained to see. But once you start building a group, once you start having a community of people, and it doesn't necessarily have to be women, right? Men are in business too. They also have great ideas. But once you have men, women, 
other people in other industries, they're going to be able to catch things that you might not be able to see within your own business. We talk about the fact that I would look at a spa post and I can see the girl's brows. I'm looking at her lip color. I'm looking at her skin. I'm looking at how her skin matches her neck and the makeup and all that great stuff. She's looking at the clothes. I totally forgot that the person was even wearing clothes. But then I can show it to someone that's into hair. And she's like, whoa, that curl is off, girlfriend. The hair doesn't look right. I can show it to someone that's into nails. And they're like, wow, she needs a fill. You know, <laughs> Do you even get fills anymore? I, I think it's a new set. Like, she needs a new set. Um, you know, you can show it to so many different people. If you show it to your photographer, you will be like, whoa, this needs to be edited here. Cut it off a little bit on the edges square it out. The angle's not right. There's so many different viewpoints that you might not be able to see because you're not trained to see it. So make your circle big but tight with people of all different kinds of backgrounds and industries. If there's one thing that you pull away from that, that should be one of them. Also, your service. How are we serving our customer? How are we serving our client? How are we serving our guest? How are we serving the people that we are trying to touch their heart? Are you their ideal boutique service provider or um, service provider or product? Are they your idea of a perfect client? Run it by those people. Make your circle have diversity because then you can hit multiple of markets with multiple of people but yet staying tight and closed so that you can win as always if you would like to communicate and tell bridget thank you so much for all of the information she gave us today you can find her on our facebook group you gotta meet her podcast you can also find her on my website with links at Christine Barr. Barr is spelled B-A-H-E. And if you would like to watch this live and you can see us be a little funky and crazy, you can definitely check it out on my YouTube channel, Christine Barr. That is it for me today. I hope that you are staying warm because we just had the ice storm of hell. I don't know. Does, does hell have ice storms? Wherever there is an ice storm, we had it here in Texas and things were crazy. But I'm Christine Barr and I will check you on the next one.